0: I'm joined now on the phone by Pete Stomkowski. Pete is currently a part-time radio commentator for the New York Rangers and played in the NHL for 14 strong seasons, including six years spent with our beloved blue shirts from 1970 to 1976. Pete, thanks so much for joining me.
1: My pleasure. Anytime, anytime, guys. Anytime.
0: So let's dive right in Pete. Uh, I wanted to dive a little deeper into your career as a player before we dive into this year's uh, Rangers squad. You won a Stanley Cup with the Leafs in 1967 and a lot of people look at the uh, a lot of people look at the Stanley Cup as the most difficult trophy in sports to win. Walk me through that journey for you and that 1967 Toronto team and how grueling a successful run to the cup uh, actually is.
1: Yeah, well, you know, that was, uh, what, 55 years ago. And uh, I'm still proud of the fact that, uh, well, I don't know what I, I, I always said, look, at when you traded me, uh, you're making a big mistake. And uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs have not won the Stanley Cup since 1967. And that was the uh, the year prior to expansion. And after that, they expanded to 12 teams. But, you know, back then with only six teams, uh, I was a youngster. I just came out of junior playing for the Toronto Marlies. I went to the, the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. And they had a veteran team. I mean, we had uh, Johnny Bauer, Terry Sachuk, Frank Mahovlich, Dave Keon. And here comes this this 20-year-old kid, Pete Stemkowski. And, you know, they looked at me like, uh, okay, you were okay in junior. Show us, you know, show us uh, what you can do in the NHL level. You know, we, we uh, and, you know, I went and I approved myself. At, at the beginning, it was very difficult. You know, I went from playing against teenagers to playing against men. And, uh, you know, it was it was quite an experience but the winning the stanley cup that particular year uh we went to the uh, we beat the chicago blackhawks bobby hall with stan makita and then we moved on to to uh, uh to montreal for the for the stanley cup finals and they had a great team i mean you got hall of famers on that team like sean bellow john ferguson was on there yvonne cornoia and we had an old old team guy. we, we were our goal keeper at that time was johnny bauer now get this in 1967 he was 43 years of age and if you want to look this one up That 1967 uh, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs team that won the Cup was the oldest team in history to win a Stanley Cup. And, you know, we knew darn well. uh, It was going back and forth. They kicked our butts in the first game, 6-2. And everybody was saying, hey, that's it. You guys are done. And we came back and we won a couple back and forth. And I always remember our coach, Punch Imlach. uh, There was a Toronto-Montreal Expo a big summer extravaganza was in Montreal that summer. And he came into the locker room and he was looking, he he, he was he could never teach a Sunday school class with the language he used. Believe me. <laughs> and he said to us, Hey, listen guys, don't you guys, I don't want them parading that Stanley cup at, at expo this summer. No effing way. Right. So we went out and believe it or not, we won game six at Maple leaf gardens. And we knew, we knew damn well, if we go back to Montreal from game seven, there was no way. No way we were going to win. And, uh, you know, George Armstrong put the puck in the winning in, into, the, into the net, an empty net. And, uh, hey, that was a thrill. And, uh, you know, and people play in this National Hockey League for years and years and years. Uh, they go into the Hall of Fame and they never got, you know, the the, the uh, pleasure of winning a Stanley Cup. So I have to say, you know, that's, that's my biggest thrill. I played 15 years in the NHL. And, yes, I, I do have that 67 Stanley Cup. So I'm, I'm still very, very proud of that.
0: Right. I was going to mention, right, what a, what a way to start a career. Uh, and, and I did mention earlier, right, you spent six seasons in New York with the Rangers, part of those 14 years. And you came pretty darn close to sipping champagne out of that cup again on three separate occasions. Looking back on your time as a player in the Big Apple, how was it different from playing in cities like Toronto or Detroit? Uh, and, and was there any added pressure to representing the city of New York in the Stanley Cup playoffs?
1: Well, first of all, when I got traded to the New York Rangers, I was with the Detroit Red Wings. Now, you got to remember, you know, back then, back then, most of the players were Canadian. All right. After 1980, when, when the United States won that in, in late class, and, uh, the National Hockey League started looking at, at college kids and they started bringing in Europeans into the league. But back then, I got traded from the Detroit Red Wings to the New York Rangers. Now, from a kid from Western Canada. I mean, I, I was wearing penny loafers, white socks. I, I mean, I was a real hick. And every time I'd come into New York with Toronto, I'd see big buildings. I'd see lots of traffic. i see the old Madison Square Garden, and, and I'd leave town. And, and, and when they said, you're traded to the New York Rangers, I goes, oh, my God, how can I go to a town like that? But I, I came in here, and uh, I was welcomed by Amo Francis and the rest. Of, I didn't know anybody. Uh, I, I got off the plane. When I got traded to the Detroit Red from the Detroit Red Wings to uh, to the New York Rangers, they met me at the Laguardia Airport. They took me to a place in uh, 62nd Street, El Vagabondo, an old Italian restaurant with a bocce court. And, uh, the team was there, and I I didn't know Walter Dachuk, I didn't know Rod Gilbert, Jean Rattel. I knew enough to play against them, but you know, never friendly with them. And that was my introduction to New York. Getting off Laguardia Airport, going to El Vagabondo. And while I'm sitting there, I'm saying, by the way, uh, where am I sleeping tonight? <laughs> and they said, well, you're a single guy. And we got a guy, uh, a room uh, in Long Beach, New York. And there's a uh, you're going to move in with these guys. And that was my beginning uh, with the New York Rangers, with Emil Francis. And, uh, you know, to this day, I mean, the, the fate, you know, I get traded from Detroit to New York and uh, back, back in the early 70s, almost, what, 50 years later. I'm still living in New York. So I got used to the traffic. I, I got used to the big buildings. And, uh you know, unfortunately, and you know, I always say to people that one of the biggest requests, reque- uh, regrets I ever have is that we didn't win a Stanley Cup with the New York Rangers. Uh Not so much for myself, but for Emil Francis, one of the great people that uh, that I was ever associated with in New York. And uh, I wish we would have won one with him, but, you know, we didn't. And we ran, ran into Bobby Orr one year. That, right. that took us out, but. We came close, but, you know, we never had the parade and never never grabbed that brass ring, but uh, we had some great great times, believe me.
0: I'm here with radio commentator and former New York Ranger Pete Stemkowski. Mm-hmm. Pete, one of those pieces on, on those New York Ranger teams, or at least for a handful of years, was goaltender Eddie Giacomin, who does have his number in the rafters of MSG. When you look at this current Rangers team with Igor uh, Shosturkin in the crease, mm-hmm. are we watching the next great Rangers goalie build his legacy in real time here?
1: You know, I got I got to be honest with you uh, uh, several years ago when I was you know, doing the radio and we we're talking about Hendrik Lundqvist and, uh, you know, what's what's going to happen when, when when Hank leaves? You know, I mean, who's going to be the air? You know, who's going to take over? I mean, this guy, you know, Lundqvist did it all. I mean, he stopped everything that they threw at him. And people kept telling me, they said, you know something, Pete, there's a guy in Russia. He's about 23 years old and he's going to step into the National Hockey League and he's going to really make an impact with the New York Rangers and, you know, six months blast, another year went and they kept saying, we got this guy in Russia. We got this guy. And, you know, I'm shrugging my shoulders. I said, you know, you're telling me, but I, you know, I got to see this, who's going to step from, from Russia into the national hockey league and make an impact. And uh, boy, I'm telling you, this guy, he's just remarkable. He's what 26 years old and uh, he's getting all kinds of rubber thrown at him. He got hit the other you know, last night. He got took t- t- body checked. Uh, behind the net by Jeff Carter, up at his feet, going and uh, boy, he is. He, everything, all those things that I heard about him, uh, add to that. And uh, if you anybody was worried about you know passing the torch from Henrik Lundqvist to to somebody, uh, uh, there's not a problem. So when you talk about the Rangers today, guys, Igor Shusturkin is not a problem. He's probably probably I'm a safe percentage and so on and goals against right there. Right there, at the, you know, at the top of the National Hockey League, and I don't even think he's played 100 games yet. So it's really remarkable what he's done so far.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are saying, you know, are, are saying that the uh, Vizina Trophy is really his to lose this year. Quickly here, as we wrap up, uh, the proverbial championship window for this Rangers team has really just opened, considering how young yeah. their core is. <laughs> Firstly, do you see the blue shirts hoisting the cup this season? And if they don't, God forbid. How long do you think they have to capitalize on the opportunity to get the job done with this core group of guys?
1: Well, you got to remember, I do work for this team, so I've I got to watch what I say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. but, You know, I, I do worry. Well, first of all, you know, uh, Pittsburgh's got a good team. I mean, let's not take anything away from this, guys. You know, I mean, uh, they've got guys uh, Sidney Crosby, three cups. You know, Malkin, three cups. Uh, Latang, back on the fence, three cups. City Crosby, he's in his mid-30s. Malkin's in his mid-30s. These guys have been there. So this is not going to be easy. And they forecheck. They're very well coached by Mike Sullivan. But if they get past the Pittsburgh Penguins, and I'm sure hoping they do, I'm, I worry about heavy teams, teams like the Boston Bruins and the Carolina Hurricanes. Those are heavy kind of teams. They get in your face. They don't give you a lot of skating room. But uh, And, and we, we could have problems uh, with, with those two teams, but you know when we look at our team, I mean, look, we got Taco, uh, uh, oh, second overall. What is he? Early twenties. Uh, you got uh, Lafreniere. He's he's, he's he's twenty years of age. You got Heedle. So we got some young guys. We don't have an old team, but one thing you do when you get into the playoffs, you got to toughen up and physically, you got to be strong. So I think that's going to be a factor. Uh, for the Rangers as they go forward. But you, you talk about the future, I, I think the window's wide open. I think, you know, a touch here, a touch there. We we don't have guys in their mid thirties, thirty seven, thirty-six. They're they're ending end towards the end of their career. We got these young guys here and uh I think we're capable. If we can get by as fast as the two two first two rounds, I think everything's wide open after that. So I'm you know, I'm really looking forward to a real interesting playoffs uh the here on end.
0: Yeah, it should be a really fun journey. Pete, listen, thanks so much for coming on the early news with us this morning. Uh, We really appreciate it. Again, uh, Pete Stemkowski, radio commentator for the New York Rangers, and he uh, played in the NHL for 14 seasons, and he was with our Blue Shirts for six years from 1970 to 1976. Pete, you're the man. Thanks so much, brother.
1: My pleasure. Anytime,
0: anytime. Thank you. All right. For the 77 WABC early news, I'm your voice for sports, Justin Ellick.